So the reading is Isaiah 52, verses 7 to 10. Isaiah 52. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice, together they sing for joy. For eye to eye, they see the return of the Lord. Singing, you waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Wallace. So some of you on your seats, um, if you stick your hand between your legs and find what's hanging below. Some of you may have found a completely COVID safe. It's been sprayed with antibacterial stuff, so you're fine. Sorry, Ed, you don't have one. Um, Ed, if you move to that, that row in front, you might find a couple there. Now, please do, because I need you in the story, if you move there. Um, it would be great to hold that tight, don't eat it yet, because I'm about to explain to you the Christmas story. If you don't have a chocolate and you want a chocolate, you can look around the room and find some spares. There's three down here, there's a couple in the middle. So run and get something. Well done, there's some big ones at the back. You see, I want to tell you about a familiar story. You know this story, most likely. It's in shop windows. It's on the internet everywhere. If you just Google Jesus Christ, you'll get a lovely little picture of a baby in a feeding trough. It's a familiar story, but it has little to do with reindeer pulling sleighs or even flakes. Who's got a flake? Very good. Kate, hold your hand up high. Can you now shout, flake? Very good. It's, very, it's, it's legal to shout behind a mask, I've heard. So we've got a flake. If you hear your chocolate bar, hand up high and shout it, please. You see, it's nothing to do with reindeers pulling sleighs or flakes. You see, it's nothing to do with reindeer pulling sleighs or flakes. She's got it. Everyone follow Kane. I don't want to fudge this situation. Thank you. I'll begin to tell you about the Christmas story. See, once upon a time, 2,000 years ago, a young girl called Mary heard a whisper. Whisper. From the angel Gabriel, that she was about to be the mother of God. But how could this be? By order of government, Joseph had to return to the town where he was born, a little town called Bethlehem, which was many miles away. And she was pregnant, Mary, and she was unmarried. And in their culture, that was a terrible thing. So Joseph took Mary with him. It was surely good for them both to have a break, to have a Kit Kat. That's what it was. There were no buses then. You couldn't just get the train. There were especially no double-deckers. Mary and Joseph had no money, not even a dime. Morrisons didn't have any dimes, so sorry, guys. So they walked. 
and they had a donkey on this long journey for a young girl so heavily pregnant the ground was so rocky stand there you see when they arrived joseph he desperately tried to find a place to stay there was no room in the inns or hotels even all the clubs were full eventually they were offered the chance to stay in an outhouse of a local pub in a stable and so it was there in that very inn that the baby was born they didn't have a cot to put him in but they had to make it nice as they could with animals around them they found the feeding trough filled it with the hay so it was replenished and placed this baby in the straw and you know what jesus thought that young mind of his he thought this is a little bit crunchy someone the night was there and some shepherds were in a field tending to their flocks and they saw a light in the sky this greatest star and the shepherds they had a tough job and they needed a boost and some angels appeared in the sky singing but they weren't singing a classic tune louder very good they were singing a song that was well known to the audience of the day they were singing glory to god in the highest and peace to the people on earth well known because the old testament spoke of it the shepherds said come on let's go to bethlehem and see what's happened there when they arrived they found joseph and mary and the baby who was laid in this straw this crunchy straw it was burnt smelly it was dirty it was not fit for a king isn't he a puppet they thought to themselves they were filled with wonder could this be the one that the prophets foretold and it was four separate so stories intrinsically woven four stories pan right, out the all four then. chosen After for a particular reason good, to show us a subtle message return to the hill and meanwhile in the far country some astrologers who were real smarties were busy scanning the galaxy very good mary galaxies there and suddenly they saw a bright star in the sky the milky way was it mars mars no it was a star shining with extraordinary brilliance way out in the east and they realized that the star signaled the birth of a new king in bethlehem there were no aeroplanes in those days so the wise men they simply climbed on their caramels sorry the camels and they set off on their long journey and they arrived at the place where Jesus was and they worshipped him and they presented gifts from their great bounty gifts of gold anyone got gold bar that's there gold of frankincense and of myrrh and the child was the true king the son of God he was so divine and the use of the Old Testament phrase they knew that he was the lion very good you were ready Kathy you knew that the lion of Judah he is God incarnate and he came to bring to us God himself and let's face it we could all do with a bit of a refresher very good Jesus is certainly worth having a celebration for now friends it's comfortable isn't it it's comfortable chocolates are comforting 
something we go to for comfort. I don't know if you're that kind of person. I know I am, snuggling down on a sofa, massive bar of chocolate. No one really knows about it, but I love it, and it's comforting to me. My mother-in-law, she has a cabinet behind the sofa that's specifically to hide all of her chocolate, just there at arm's reach. Now, Christmas time, there's no need to be afraid. At Christmas time, we are to celebrate. But this year, our gifts, they've been delivered to different places. Santa's been replaced by Amazon. The comfort of Christmas is ruined, isn't it, this year? For so many of us. We'll try and we'll celebrate as best we can. But that isn't what we first desired. In many ways, the comfort of a family meal with those whom we love has been disturbed. People across our country are not allowed to celebrate with family, friends and fun. That's what Christmas is about, isn't it? Family, friends and fun, but this year it's gone. We are afraid. We're in tier four. It's one of the only legal things you're allowed to do, come to church. The center of this quaint story, not just the comfort of chocolate, where there are sheep and there are wise men, there's, there's hay and there's shepherd and there's a nice little family with quaint little pictures. There are gifts given, but there's a greater story going on of not being afraid. Tradition, chocolate, family, has actually very little to do with this story. This story is one of being socially ostracized, homeless, even travelling on a donkey, heavily pregnant, vulnerability of dirt, of animal muck, and on top of that great shock, angels had appeared and said, don't be afraid. Their lives had been turned upside down and they had none of their homely comforts that you and I and Mary and Joseph so desired. God coming near had shaken the world. I know we've got some tech issues. Can we play this video? We're on it. Let's listen to this. Four separate stories intrinsically woven. Four stories pan out, all four chosen, for a particular reason, to show us a subtle message this festive old season. Wires, so we start with a guy called Zach. He's a priest, not the biggest cast of nativity character, to say the least, but he is there. You see, him and his wife Liz are righteous and fair, totally content in life except for one thing. You see, Liz and Zach, they couldn't have offspring. And at this point in the story, well, the thought of conception, with the body clock against them, was just out of the question. Now, Zach's in the temple and this angel makes an entrance, just to the right of the burning incense. The angel says to Zach, don't be afraid, your father in heavens, you had the prayer that you prayed. Start kitting out the spare room and make it a nursery. Get carved in the cradle, cause you're having a baby. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth, heralds for all eternal worth. Next, 
A sort after role in the nativity is Liz's cousin and her name's Mary. She receives an unexpected angelic meeting and receives an unexpected angelic greeting. Angel Gabriel shows up and catches her off guard. Don't be afraid, says the angel. Don't be alarmed. So bowled over by God's message through the angelic visit, Mary learns she'll give birth to God's son through the spirit. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. With his other half pregnant, George calling off the wedding. See, he thinks the love of his life has been in someone else's bedding, but he doesn't flip out, he doesn't cause a riot. He decides it's best to do the dubbing or the quiet. But then a message in his dream would change the rest of his life. An angel says, don't be afraid of taking Mary as your wife. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. Next, the hilly turf, with a sheep and the shearer where a shepherd looks up and sees an angel appear. The shepherds, they're stunned from the shock, but they're still conscious. An angel tells him, it's all right, there's no need to get anxious. Don't be afraid, don't be scared. A king's born in the stable with hay as his bed. For what's unearthed in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. And so in each of the stories, the same phrase laid, a message from God, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid easy to say, not always easy to be, when we're surrounded by pain on hashtag or TV. And it's not easy in a world where brokenness has thrived. But the truth is, love came to town when a certain baby arrived. Don't be afraid is the softly spoken sentence behind the scenes of the nativity. Don't be afraid, for the birth of God's son can break the chains of captivity. He came to restore a relationship that in Eden was once frayed. But his arrival is good news which speaks. Do not be afraid. that is likely, if left alone, to kill many, many more thousands than it already has. We know just a little bit, a tiny bit, of what it's like to try and fight an enemy in this generation. But in the midst of war, we need good news. I don't know about you, but those, those Prime Minister announcements, they fill me with anxiety. What's next, Boris? What do we have to do next? How are we going to do this? I don't know if you saw Matt Hancock, the health secretary, um, I think it was on Good Morning Britain, when he announced that the, the vaccine had actually been made and it was able to fix this issue. He wept. He sat there and he cried because the reality is he had been fighting all year to try and win the war. This shows the vulnerability of battle. The vulnerability of, of waiting for good news. And he had some, and when good news comes, we are taken right down to our knees and we can breathe deeply and we go, finally. The Bible says how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. It moves us to our vulnerability, speaks to our weakness, and starts to reform us. You see, when we hear good news, when we're on our knees, it starts to reform us, renew us, and redeem us.
The story of Christmas is the cosmic, overarching, all-inclusive story of God coming to your vulnerability. Breaking all social distancing measures. A God who says, I've come to the closeness that in 2020 we know we need so badly. This Christ child coming to our uncomfortableness of our lives, drawing to us to the only comfort that we've ever really desired. The depths of every human heart. The comfort of knowing deeply an intimate relationship with our Creator. That's what redemption means. That Christ became like us in order to pay the price to restore, renew and reform relationship with God. It isn't simply a myth and nice things for some nice people to believe. Through this boy growing up into a man, proving that he was who he said he was by many different miracles, explaining that he's not of this world, which is exactly what a miracle is, something that breaks the norm of this world, ultimately took himself, walked to his own murder. Why? Because he wanted to tell us to not be afraid. He changes so much when we actually walk close to him. We think that our uncomfortable lives are actually comfortable. We think that chocolate will sort it out. We don't know what comfort is, friends. If you don't know God yourself, you don't know what being comfortable truly is. Daily, you and I bed down in mangers on crunchy straw and say, yeah, you know what? This is right. I've got the right mattress to make me comfortable tonight. But you see, we are afraid of God because we're afraid of the light. Our human nature is to be scared of the light because we're so used to the darkness. And Jesus, this boy, he grows up and we know about Easter time. He walks to the grave so that we don't have to. He walked to the grave so that COVID would not be the end. The death would not be the end. As an act of social closeness and the paying of price for our lives. This is the war. But we've had good news come saying the victory has won. People are still thinking they're fighting the war, but we've finished. It's run passage carries on to talk about the celebration that happens when good news is come and that's why Christmas is jolly that's why we have a merry Christmas that's why it's a happy Christmas even in the saddest of years whatever's happened in your life we know of joy at Christmas time because good news has come the passage that Wallace wrote said that as the good news come people will sing for joy that eyes will see the returning of the Lord, that people, groups will break forth in singing, just that moment in the kitchen when you're, you think you're alone and you just burst into song. I know some of us more than others are likely to do that, but it's that overflowing joy that happens even in the most timid of us because we know good news. And note that the passage said, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed that salvation has come. Guys, as I finish today, most of us will do family, friends, and fun as best we can online. If we're fortunate enough to live with, with some family and friends, we, we may sometimes have some fun. 
but we will remember something of what we really desire and we will miss it. But this family, friends and fun, this joy and relationship is only ever an image. It's only ever been a sign to the greatest desire of our lives of God being close. Some of us need to rethink Christmas. Even the most Christian of us. We need to rethink Christmas, not just along COVID guidelines, but along life. You may have gifts today to open. Some of you will walk out of this place with a gift from St. Andrew's of a chocolate bar. But remember, there's a greater gift than that chocolate bar. There's a greater gift than the ones you actually desire. There's a greater gift than Amazon can provide. Jesus, the close God who came and made a way and today you can experience him and find real comfort. Happy Christmas, friends. I pray that in the sadness of today, you find great joy in Jesus. I'm going to invite you to just sit, reflect, as the band lead us in a beautiful song, and then we're going to move into a time of sharing communion together. If that's not for you, don't worry at all. We accept anybody who worships Jesus and, and glorifies him as God in their lives at communion. But if it's not you, don't worry, it'll just pass by and we'll pray a blessing. But let's reflect and listen to a God who broke all social distancing rules and came to us.